0: I'm Crystal Escobar. This is episode number 69, Better Not Bitter. You're listening to the Mormon Enlightenment podcast hosted by Wanna Be Balanced. And we are still working on getting our new intro. But for now, there it is. <laughs> Let's just dive right into the show. Okay. So, do you want to hear something tragic? I totally recorded this episode already, like weeks ago, and somehow it got deleted and I'm really sad about it because I really spent a lot of time on that one. I think it was kind of a longer one and it was also recorded more like around the time of my feeling these intense emotions that I'm about to I'm about to share with you a story. And it was soon after this experience that I took all these notes and was doing a lot of research mainly for my own healing. And I think that's a lot of what the purpose of this podcast is, at least for me. As I, you know, reach certain roadblocks in my journey in personal development, spiritual development, it's just usually a sign that I need to take some time to relax, to read, to write, to study different topics that I know can help me. So yes, I was experiencing something and I'll share the story But then I did a whole bunch of reading, watching different YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, taking lots of notes. And so it's very healing for me to be able to not only do the preparation, but to express the lessons and the different nuggets that I'm learning as I work on my own process of evolution. And it feels good to me to know that people might be listening as well and maybe even feeling the same thing, going through the exact same experience and resonating with my message in some ways. That feels, that's just icing on the cake. So thank you guys for listening. Originally this, I titled it letting go of resentment, but I feel like I've already done an episode on resentment I I think I feel a lot of resentment. <laughs> resentment is like something that I'm really working hard to let go of and just have a little, have more love for others. And I think mostly the resentment comes up mainly for the reason that I'm either feeling like people are hurting me, um, people are being mean to me, people are saying mean things about me or leaving me mean comments or emails or... <laughs> feeling left out, feeling rejected, then I start to feel resentment. And I think it's like, I think it's almost like a survival response, you know, trying to protect myself and thinking, <laughs> my brain thinks that if I feel resentment and anger towards somebody who's hurt me, that maybe that won't happen ever again. Maybe they'll never hurt me again. But it's just one of the, these patterns that I'm finding myself falling into over and over and over again. I've definitely overcome a lot of hurt feelings that I've had towards other people, people who've let me down or rejected me. And I am seeing how I'm improving in so many different ways when it comes to these emotions. So have you ever been hurt by someone, been rejected, turned down, left out, judged, misunderstood, mistreated? Of course, I know I'm not the only one. We all have experienced this before. The reason why this came up again is due to an experience that I had that triggered a lot of anger and resentment in me because it was basically feeling like I had been rejected again. So back when my book was first released, I began reaching out to other well-known authors and influencers in hopes of gathering endorsements from them, you know, just simply writing a couple sentences on the back of my book and have their name attached to it. So I was really excited when I was able to get certain endorsements. One I mostly am proud of is John Gray because I'm like such a huge fan. I've been a fan of his since I was like 18 years old, which is crazy, right? He's like a, he's like a marriage counselor and has written books on marriage and I wasn't even married then, but I was in a relationship and reading his book or actually listening. I went to the library and checked out one of his audio cassette tapes and I would listen to it and it really helped me so much in my silly teenage relationship at the time. So it's kind of funny to look back on how I first learned about John Gray. But anyway, I'm a huge fan of his and I was just so happy that I was able to get an an endorsement from him. Isn't it funny how once you feel rejected by somebody, then you no longer notice or even remember the good things or the or the people who have not rejected you <laughs> or who are endorsing you. And so that's kind of what happened to me. I was rejected by a person who I really really looked up to and I thought for sure she would be willing to endorse my book. But she didn't. And not you know, she didn't actually even respond to me. So that that kind of hurt even worse, because I would like to have an explanation, at least just tell me why if, (laughs) if it's just not the right fit for you or something. But anyway, my mind went crazy, making up a story, our mind tends to create stories and gather up evidence um, of why your story is true. And it's, and it's unfortunate that this is a, this is something that we have to (laughs) learn how to deconstruct and be aware of so that we don't Allow ourselves to believe these stories that our brain is literally just creating out of thin air, with no real evidence and no proof backing it. Just you, basically, you your mind creates a story, and then you gather up all the evidence, trying to prove that that story is true. But when you when you break it down, and you're aware of the story and the thoughts, then. Most, more often than not, you realize that that story is completely fabricated. You don't even know why you believed it in the first place. And sometimes you'll even laugh at yourself at the stories that you create around one simple experience or, you know, like I said in the beginning, either getting rejected, not getting invited to the party, being misunderstood, mistreated, so anyway, I was really upset that I didn't get that endorsement and you all know I've been doing thought work for a few years now and I, I'm more aware now of what's happening in my brain when experiences like this happen and then I tend to fall down this downward spiral of negative emotions and before you know it, I'm feeling so sorry for myself and my worst fears come up when I'm faced with experiences like this with when being rejected. First thoughts that come to my mind is, oh, it's because I left the church. Oh, it's because my podcast isn't as great as I thought it was or my blog or my book is is not that great. And then I just start to believe these things. And you never want to do that. You never want to believe those those types of things that your brain is feeding you. Just stop right there. (laughs) And that's what I realized I had to do. But I did allow myself to, you know, I think um, subconsciously believe these thoughts for a couple months. And what made me kind of stop and really analyze what was going on in my mind subconsciously, because I don't think I really uh, knew that I was believing those thoughts... That's why awareness is so important and and even writing down what you're feeling, just getting it all out of your brain and onto paper can really help you organize your thoughts and can bring up those deep seated thoughts and beliefs that you didn't quite know were there And so that's what I did. And the reason why I finally got fed up was because every time this person's name would come up in conversation or, you know, I would even bring it up sometimes because it's a person that I really admire and, um, and look up to. So I, I just hated that I could go from totally admiring this person to having so much resentment and feeling like I could no longer read or listen to anything that this person put out anymore because they rejected me. I mean, how sad is that, right? So I did the one day I was out at the pool with Lily and I just felt these overwhelming negative emotions for this person. I think somehow her name came up and then I just was like, gosh, I don't want to feel this way about anybody. Not necessarily that I feel like, oh, I'm so mean for feeling this way. It's almost like I feel entitled to feel this way it's like my way of getting back at her like well she's not gonna endorse my book and if she's gonna reject me then I'm gonna reject her (laughs) it's like this childish way of um thinking that we're solving the problem by getting back at another person but really it doesn't solve anything (laughs) this person probably never even knew that I was feeling these feelings towards her and may never know it's funny because I was watching something by Sadhguru you guys know I love him Uh, and he was saying something to the effect that, well, actually I think he, this might even be word for word. I wrote this down in my notes, but I wrote it a long time ago and there's no quotes around it, but I'm pretty sure I wrote it down word for word. So, um, this is what, this is what it says in my notes. There is substantial medical evidence that can show you what happens when you hold on to anger and resentment. You can get your blood tested after only five minutes of holding on to your extreme anger and you will see that you are literally poisoned because of the chemical reaction in your body. So it's it's interesting when you think of it in medical terms and what what it's actually doing to your body physically. So if you tend to get sick a lot, you should ask yourself, am I holding on to any resentment? And then you got to do the work to release it. and That's what I'm going to talk about today change your thoughts and you will change your world. I think Byron Katie said that or Wayne Dyer, not quite sure, but it's in my mind. I But I do know that Wayne Dyer says, when you choose the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's important that we, step one, right when you're feeling any emo- negative emotions, you got to write, write it all down, get it all out of your mind. And then you, you can really examine and analyze everything that is going on in your mind. And that's basically what Byron Katie teaches. And she talks about going down sentence by sentence and inquiring and asking yourself, is this true and can I prove that it's true? And then you can ask yourself, how would I feel if I let go of that thought or belief? And you really ponder that, you meditate on it, and you realize that you have the ability to simply drop the thought and change it to something more useful. These this is what I came up with to help me switch out those those beliefs and come up with positive, more actually more realistic beliefs. And that it really helped me find a sense of peace around this whole thing and really be able to let go a lot of the resentment that I have towards this person. So The first one is she could be too busy or she forgot to respond. She may feel like endorsing my book would not be good for her line of business because I've left the church and maybe that's a little too controversial for some people who are in business and need to be careful about the things that they endorse. So That makes sense and that has nothing to do with me as a person. This is my journey. This is my choice. I'm being vocal about it. I feel confident in the reasons I'm vocal about it and I don't want to be silent about such things just so I can get the approval or endorsements by certain people. So I don't want to shrink to be someone I'm not just to be more likable and more popular, (laughs) it's okay. This is not a popular thing to talk about and I'm okay with it. I've made peace with that, although it can be still challenging at times. The other thing that really helps me is to think of this as a game. Maybe I chose this experience before I came here to this life. I still like to hold on to the belief of pre-existence that we all existed before we came here. I like that belief, so I'm going to hold on to that belief I, I see no downside to holding on to that belief. And that's one thing that I'm doing as I deconstruct my Mormon beliefs is to really take each one and decide does this help me? And and if it does then I will keep it. I see no reason why not. There's just a lot of beliefs that I've now realized that were not helping me and so I feel the freedom to to let them go, which is very nice. So I like to believe that I, I like to imagine that I existed before we came here and that I, I chose certain experiences. I wanted certain people to reject me so that I could grow in that area. And it can even be seen as like a video game or, you know, like we, we're going through this experience and we're trying to learn, we're trying to beat certain levels and get to the next level. And (laughs) so we're trying to beat the game. And it's more about, and it's, and it should be enjoyable, just like playing a video game or a board game, you know, it should be enjoyable and it doesn't have to have so much stress or like your life is depending on it, kind of emotion behind it. It should be just seen as a game. And we wanted to play this game so that we could experience and grow in certain areas. So I like to think of that and that really helps me. And of course I always wanna ask myself in every experience or circumstance is, what can I learn from this? I'm learning that it is more important to learn the lesson than it is to get the endorsement or the speaking engagement or the job or the house or the relationship. Because what is this life really about? And of course you have to decide. But for me, I decided that this life is about progression, experience, growth, expansion, evolution. I was trying to think of like three E's, like a phrase, a catchphrase or something to go with that. Like to evolve, experience and expand. How's that sound? I think it sounds good. <laughs> so um, let me go on. The next thought is that I like to use often by Byron Katie, when you argue with reality, you lose and you are choosing to suffer. You must love what is. And then the last thought that I wrote down is every challenge and trial turns into a great lesson that I can share on this podcast and in turn can hopefully help others and the collective consciousness as we grow together and we become more aware together. And so that feels good to me. That feels like I'm contributing to the greater good, not only by me going through this experience for my own growth, but also being able to help others recognize their, where they Emotions may be stemming from, and to help them, give them the tools, and to just simply hear my story. Hearing stories re- is is enough, really. I don't have to be an expert. I don't have to be this totally evolved being to share these types of things. To me, I feel like I can just share my story and my experience. That can help bring awareness to others' lives. As they listen to my story, they can really take a look at their own lives and see. How our so- stories may be similar, how our emotions, the, the things that I'm feeling might be similar to the things that you're feeling. And therefore, we can help each other. We can lift each other up by sharing our stories and sharing the lessons learned and the different resources, the different books and quotes and <laughs> spiritual gurus that have helped me. I can just share the things that I'm learning, which I think can be very helpful for a lot of people. So it's important that we are always aware of those lower vibration emotions because the universe responds to how you feel about yourself. So, I noticed that when I was feeling this resentment towards this person, it really did not have to do with that person. It had to do with how I'm feeling about myself. And that's one thing that I really love from the four agreements to take nothing personally. And I have to remember that for myself because, you know, if if the tables were turned and somebody was feeling resentment towards me and anger and lashing out at me, which I do experience a lot of that, being vocal about this topic, but. I have to remember that it is not personal. Like I'm striking a chord within them, deep within them, something has been triggered and it's it's a good thing because they are, it is bringing them to more awareness around their own emotions. Like why are they feeling such anger and resentment towards me for speaking about something that, is in opposition to what they believe. So so that's how I can um, feel a little bit better about when I know people are feeling these types of emotions, these types of feelings towards me. I know that it is not personal because it is not personal about this person who rejected me. It's simply that she rejected me and that makes me feel, that makes me feel sad and hurt and And yeah, rejection just does not feel good, but it has everything to do with me and nothing to do with her, (laughs) has everything to do with what I've chosen to believe about myself. Because if she, you know, turns me down, why is that a problem for me? Why am I making that mean something negative about me? I don't need to go directly to. Oh my gosh! It's because my book isn't great, or it's because I left the church, and I'm. She sees me as this dark cloud, and it's like all these things that keep that flood my mind when I'm rejected. It's just, it's just silly when you take a look at these beliefs and you realize that. Oh, why am I feeling so poorly about myself? Why am I so quick to believe something negative about myself? So it's really all about diving so deep into the root of why do you, why are you not loving yourself and why are you blocking the love from yourself from the universe from others you're blocking it w- whenever you're feeling these negative emotions towards yourself it really has more to do with how you're feeling about yourself and not the other person so that is my little story for you guys and again i hope that you find it useful and relatable in some way. Take some time today to write down everything that is going on in your mind right now. Go through it word for word and really analyze it and switch out those beliefs that are not true turn them into positive beliefs, believable ones, of course, they've got to be believable. So the ones that I wrote down are definitely believable thoughts that I can work with and they feel good to me and they feel a whole lot more useful and I'm going to go with it. So anyway, thanks you guys for listening and I will see you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Wannabe Balanced Podcast. Get access to free resources available at wannabebalanced.com. If you love the show, then leave a review or share it with a friend. Until next week.